2: the Relentless, refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. What is good, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Flex Podcast. I am your host, Chris Raybon, joined as always by one of the top rankers in the game in Sean Kerner. And today we got a special episode. Uh, we're going to talk all about Vegas rankings uh, as they relate to fantasy football. And to do that, to help us out, uh, we got the promo guy. He's the promo guy one, two, three underscore on the action app, the promo guy one, two, three on Twitter. Uh, What is good, man. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you guys. Pleasure to be here. Yes, sir. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of look at the promo guys, uh, Vegas rankings. He's uh, a plus EV betting expert, specializes in highlighting the most advantageous uh, sports books, promotions, uh, odds boosts and things like that. Uh, And he's releasing these Vegas rankings new for the season. And it's a ranking of players using their uh, Vegas season long player props, uh, you know, to kind of come to the, the fantasy point conclusion. And I think that's really interesting because uh, it, it's like a wisdom of the crowds um, kind of ranking system. But uh, promo guy, tell us a little more about those. Yeah, you
1: hit on the head. Vegas-based rankings, you know, kind of leverage the wisdom of the crowds. It's not what one expert thinks, but where people are, you know, willing to put their money on, what sports books are, are offering and, and, you know, willing to accept bets on. Uh, as opposed to one person's opinion, it's it sort of comes to a consensus or to an efficient market uh, that Vegas ends up, you know, being in. So uh, we created these via player props. You know, a lot of sports books, particularly DraftKings, we use uh, over unders on people's player props. So, for example, Jonathan Taylor's rushing yards, touchdowns, receiving yards, and receptions. We take those and just sort of convert them into projected fantasy points, and then rank people that way.
2: You know, let, let's just jump right in. Like what uh, what kind of differences are you seeing between uh, your Vegas rankings and some of the more general consensus rankings?
1: Yeah, so there are a few uh, that kind of jumped out. First off, a lot of the top guys were really separated in a lot of rankings. It's sort of hard to quantify that because there's no point totals next to them uh, in, in most people's rankings. Uh, so you just see one versus two, but you don't know kind of the differential between them. Mm-hmm. But Jonathan Taylor had a 19-point difference in standard leagues over Derrick Henry, and then another big drop-off to almost 40, uh, 35 points over Najee Harris. Uh, Josh Allen really stuck out. He's actually a late first-round pick uh, in our rankings. Uh, we use sort of the value over uh, replacement players, or, so kind of the last guy drafted their position, as well as the last remaining starter. But Josh Allen comes in as a late first round pick. Uh, he is uh, 35 points ahead of Mahomes and Herbert, which I think is a bit above sort of the consensus out there. I think most people have them a bit closer. Uh, and certainly Josh Allen's not going uh, in the second or early second, late first round in, in most drafts. We have him at number 11 overall. Uh, and then you kind of go to uh, tight end where we saw another big difference in the top guys where Travis Kelsey's projected 18 points over Mark Andrews, and is, um overall a mid-second round pick. Uh, that is, again, higher than he's generally going, and, and a bigger difference we saw between the two. ESPN projections actually had Andrews over Kelsey, although I think most people in the space uh, view Kelsey as number one, just not at that same kind of, you know, over 18-point differential. Um, so that was the first thing that stuck out to me, uh, sort of the top guys separating themselves, as well as sort of the the value of the QB and tight end um, being put a higher premium as opposed to, you know, sort of the traditional running back receiver uh, going and taking up every spot in the first and second round. Uh, And then the other thing that kind of jumped out was just a few players here and there. uh, Focusing on the running backs It's kind of where we saw some of the bigger differences. Uh, You have Saquon Barkley at number 11 in the betting market. That was actually a line that moved up. Uh, well, when we were doing this, and I think kind of highlights um, that a lot of rankings overall can be a bit stale. People aren't adjusting them day to day. And I think that there has been in the fantasy space, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, uh, a lot of kind of Saquon hype recently in the betting markets were able to sort of reflect, reflect that pretty quickly. So we have him as the number 11 running back, um, whereas the ESPN consensus rankings have him at number 16. And then the other big difference in the running back space uh, is – Najee Harris and Austin Eckler, uh, they, they are flipped. So Najee Harris, we have as Vegas has the number three running back. Uh, and Austin Eckler, uh, the number seven running back. So Eckler is pretty consensus at number three. And Harris is generally behind like Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. Uh, so I thought it was very interesting to see uh, these guys uh, flip. Not a huge point differential, but, you know, having Eckler, at the number seven running back is certainly a little different, although he jumps up in uh, PPR. Formats, which kind of brings me to the last thing that I found, I guess, the most interesting, which was uh, receptions. Vegas has a lot of these guys' receptions theoretically a lot higher than what consensus records do. Uh, Christian McCaffrey actually becomes the number one PPR running back. Uh, Eckler jumps up. Pretty much all of those receiving backs uh, take a big jump forward in PPR that you don't see – to the same scale in traditional rankings. Um, So maybe either Vegas is overestimating receptions or uh, the general rankers aren't maybe adjusting enough.
2: Yeah, I think that's interesting because I, I actually just bet an Aaron Jones reception under, um, and I think Aaron Jones is going to catch a lot of passes, but they had him at like 66 and a half. And, you know, even if I project them for 17 games, I would still get him like to 65, you know, so right. I, I think that's interesting. Um, Sean, what are your thoughts on uh, on what the promo guy said, specifically with the running backs and, um, you know, kind of the differences? Because I, I think one thing I've always suspected, uh, and, and you might know uh, about this more than than most of us, because you are the odds maker, but do you think Vegas is properly factoring in the missed games for these guys? Cause that's what I feel, especially for running backs. I feel like that kind of makes a difference.
0: Yeah. So I I love this idea. Um, I I mean, I essentially do something similar where I am trying to project more in line with the median outcome for every player. Uh, But when it comes to fantasy, we can get to it. There there are certain times where I think you should be targeting a player's floor versus their ceiling. Um, So overall, I think these look excellent. Um, and the, the thing that struck out to me was that Najee Harris at number three over Austin Eckler at number six. I think that's that's pretty sharp because they are factoring in things like regression. So, you know, Austin Eckler scored, was it 20 touchdowns last year? Najee Harris only scored 10. Um, so you figure both of them are going to regress closer to the mean. So Najee probably going to get a slight boost in touchdowns, whereas Eckler um, could see a decline. So, you know, when it comes to Vegas rankings, They're going to be very sharp because it is wisdom of the crowds, but it's wisdom of the crowds of people betting actual money. Um, So you're going to get pretty sharp projections. And these are essentially um, going to be very accurate medium projections. So I think especially when we're talking about some of these higher end players, um, that's what you should be looking at. So I think a lot of these
2: differences make a ton of sense to me. Yeah, and for everyone out there listening, uh, there's an article up, uh, you have an article up on on ActionNetwork.com right now, uh, where where you're kind of jumping into these more specifically, right? Yeah, so so
1: that article uh, is, you know, very similar to kind of the breakdown we're giving now, I would say, Uh, one kind of, and you can see the full rankings, obviously, but one one kind of cool component of it, which I alluded to earlier, was that uh, these rankings, you know, they're updated let's say daily or, or you know, relatively frequently uh, so that you can sort of see how these are moving in real time as opposed to ADPs and, and you know, other rankings that, not saying either of yours, but uh, that can be somewhat stale. Uh, so <laughs> so um, yeah, and, and I think uh, you had a good point, uh, Sean, re- referring to sort of the median outcome as opposed to ceiling and floor and focusing on the higher rated guys. I think that's absolutely true. You know, one drawback you could have of these rankings, and they don't really come up too much because it only goes down to, you know, here we have, uh, it looks like 30 running backs. Uh, a guy like, let's say, Tony Pollard or, you know, Alexander Madison, who, who's not in the rankings, but could be a really valuable handcuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while it's somewhat baked in, right, that if Zeke goes down, Pollard will have more rushing yards, and that's focused on the median you know, you only start two running backs and a flex, right, usually. So, you know, there are certain guys that can help win you your league and, when you know, targeting late-round guys, median projections may not be the way to go, as opposed to in the 1st the call it five, six rounds, where you are really focused on median projections because you're starting them every week and you're relying on them for points. So you want to know how many points they're going to get.
2: Yeah, I think early in the draft, you know, we always say you cannot – you can't really win your draft early in the draft, but you can lose it. Uh, so I think it does make sense to kind of understand uh, the median outcome. Um, one of the guys I, I think is interesting that I think there's somewhat of a discrepancy in, in the Vegas odds is uh, Michael Thomas. Um, I, I've seen him around 800 receiving yards, which, you know, a lot of people are, are thinking he's just going to go right back to being Michael Thomas. Um, uh, any thoughts on on him and, and what you've been seeing there? Michael Thomas is actually right perfectly in line uh, with ESPN. He's the number 34 receiver.
1: So I don't have anything uh, too much to to note there. His actual projected points of 114.5 is right in line with ESPN's projected points of 113.6. So fully uninteresting on my end. But what about you, Sean?
0: <laughs> yeah, so he's interesting because he, he's already sort of dealing with a hamstring injury heading into week one. Um, and these most of these bets are going to be – valid only if they play in week one. Um, So that's probably why it's a bit higher because if he does happen to miss week one, you know, they can cancel him anyway. Um, And just going back to a previous point uh, you brought up right about, I don't think I answered it, but I think Vegas is doing a lot better job in factoring in miss games. If you notice, like a lot of the props are a lot lower this year. Typically, I'm just hammering a bunch of (laughs) unders, but I, I think they've done a good job of kind of just lowering everybody um, as a whole which is tough because you know last season they added an extra game so we have an extra game to deal with um it just seems like overall the projections or the the props themselves are a lot sharper so that's why you know these kind of rankings are going to be pretty uh accurate
2: yeah and uh you know they're really good stuff so again you guys can go check that out actionnetwork.com uh the the promo guys full article is up where you can kind of sort sift through the rankings and, and read more about it uh you can also find them on the action network app at the promo guy one two three underscore and on twitter at the promo guy uh one two three uh, you can find sean on twitter at the underscore odds maker you can find me at chris raybon uh, you can find us at those same handles on the free award-winning action network app uh, be sure to check out actionnetwork.com for all of our betting and fantasy football content until next time let's get this money